It's time for Lakes, Woods, and Irons at 1380 KLIZ The Fan, featuring Colin McDonald and Chris Foley. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Breezy Point Resort, your holiday station store on Mill Avenue and Cross Lake, Maury's Market, Ernie's on Gull, The Tea Hive, Halverson Law Office, and The Legacy Courses at Craigans. Streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com, sponsored by Mills GM. And now here's Chris Foley and Colin McDonald for Lakes, Woods, and Irons at 1380 KLIZ, The Fan. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. That thanks to our sponsor, Mills GM, the home of affordable luxury, the 2018 Buicks. Chris, off for another week. We've got some uh, good guests coming up. We're going to talk a little TPI with uh, David Hughes and Gerald Carlson from Big Stone Therapies. I know you guys have been uh, talking about that for a while, and it's getting going at Big Stone, and that's a good, uh, it's a good relationship, symbiotic relationship, I guess, with golf and what they're doing with TPI. Yeah, you know, the the golf fitness is, is um, you know, it can help your golf swing. Uh, it can really help your just your life in general. But it, they're, um, you know, TPI is a great program. The Tiles Performance Institute, both Jared and and David have been trained in that program, and um, Titus has really has really done the best job of anybody in the in the world on you know studying golf fitness and and what uh, uh, the way to execute it. So it, we've got a, we've got a real asset in the Brainerd Lakes area with those guys at Big Stone. We'll get to the uh, Players Championship, which is coming up maybe in uh, the last segment. It was sure fun to see uh, Quail Hollows of. This is back-to-back terrific golf courses. Quail Hollow uh, over the weekend, and then Sawgrass coming up at the uh, Players. That's uh, that's two world-class golf courses back-to-back. And, boy, the undulation on those greens at Quail Hollow is uh, yeah. is something to see. Yeah, boy, um, Jason Day putted unbelievable, too, on those greens. Yeah. And he, uh, nice to see Jason Day playing, playing some great golf. Two wins in the last month, and I uh, hadn't won in, gosh, what, almost two years. So fun to see him uh, playing well and, and really hung in there with not hitting it very well on Sunday. Had an unbelievable short game. So He had a couple guys kind of with him that were uh, in the picture again for the first time in a while, and uh, Phil ends up uh, just being Phil. I mean, those guys were almost laughing on the air. You know, I think he was on like 15 or 16, and one of the, he made a putt, and somebody said, that's Phil's third par of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got like seven birdies and five bogeys and or something like that. Yeah, I think he... Uh... <laughs> Uh, I I, th- I think he had seven or eight birdies and uh, five or six bogeys to to match on his card. So yeah, uh, he'd come back with a really low round on Saturday to get back in the tournament. And uh, uh, boy, Chambly was sure talking about him on the Golf Channel this week. That uh, where he's at, I think he has either five or six top six finishes already this year. He's third in the points, which Phil hasn't been up in the top of the points in a number of years. And uh, Chambly says, I'm not saying it's this year. I'm not saying it's the U.S. Open. I'm saying he's going to be the oldest guy to ever win a major. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's right. Gosh, Phil has had a great year without uh, – he really – you know, we, we, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago just in general. You, you know, you need luck yeah. to win golf tournaments. And uh, Phil has not had many breaks go his way this year despite playing some, some outstanding golf and – uh, he, he he's due for a win here very soon, I think. It looked like Thomas was going to beat him when he hit that wedge into the cup on the eight on the seventy second hole. But then Phil ended up getting the birdie and tying him and uh, winning in uh, his only win of the year. So that was fun and a little fun this week. Uh, we'll get to the TPC, but uh, Phil is 
made reference many times of how many times Tiger's beaten him, but uh, <laughs> he uh, had a kind of off-the-cuff quote this week that I don't think Tiger wants a piece of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, they, it's fun to see those two, you know, a little bantering back and forth between them. It's just so great for golf, and uh, they seem to have – maybe they've always been – tight but it seems like you know the last year or so they've uh, they've developed much more of a friendship and uh, a little uh, good, good little good-natured ribbing back and forth between the two of them doesn't hurt anything yeah they're closer to the end than they are to the beginning of their careers so they don't they need to be as competitive yeah. i think what, what do they have between them about 125 wins or yeah, something that's uh, pretty impressive and not, and not too unlike jack nicholas and Arnold palmer i mean not the start of their career pretty arch rivals and, yeah you know as as they uh, as they aged and uh, grew in the game and became very close and best of friends so just like chris foley and me we used there to be arch rivals <laughs> and now we're friends <laughs> you always beat me before so <laughs> yeah that never happened we've got some uh, great guests as we mentioned david hughes and uh, jared carlson from big stone therapies coming up a little uh, tpi for you some exercises to help your game and then mike stone from uh, crosswoods going to talk about his great golf courses and uh, and golf of palooza that he and chris are involved with we'll be back with that right after this on 1380 kliz Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan, and streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. That thanks to our sponsor, Mills GM, the home of the 2018 Buick's Affordable Luxury at Mills GM. Chris, a segment here that we've uh, kind of been talking about for a while now. You and uh, David Hughes have talked about it, and Gerald Carlson, uh, the uh, Titleist Performance Institute, TPI, and uh, uh, Jeff Hilborn and myself, we went over to uh, Big Stone Therapies and took uh, kind of the initial training but now i've had the vrt there for my balance <laughs> my kids have both had knees rehabbed over there and loved it as far as if you have to have rehab that's where to go yeah. so that's fun but uh, this is kind of fun this is going to uh, uh, take us right into the world of golf and you're you're quite familiar with it so i'll let you guys kind of discuss what happened and i'll uh, chip in with some of the things we did yeah we you know we we've, we've t- we talk about golf fitness from time to time on the show and um, you know, one of the things that I always like to tell people is, you know, golf fitness isn't just good for your golf game. It's just good for your lifestyle in general. And, um, you know, Dave and Jared, t- tell us a little about TPI. You know, the the thing I, I've been in, involved with TPI on some level from, from the get-go and, and being at some of the World Golf Fitness Summits and things like that. And, um you know, from my perspective, what what they've done is is really they took initially they took about twenty thousand golf swings, and um, where they had video on the swings, and then they also had uh, used three D and uh, also did screens on those on those twenty thousand people, and they've been able to correlate uh, you know lack of strength balance and flexibility with. Uh, inefficiencies in the golf swing, and so now that now they've got it to the point where you know, anybody can get screened, and uh, um, you can develop an exercise program for them, basically to to help with those inefficiencies. Correct? Yeah, that that is correct. I think um, when I went through the instruction for TPI, I think the thing one of the things that I took out of it is um, a golf professional working with someone in the medical field um, to assess people. Um, see where their mobilities are, where their um, limitations are, where their strength and balance deficits are. Um, combine those to uh, 
uh, as you said, Chris, um, allow them to have a better uh, efficiency in their golf swing. Um, TPI talks about the fact that there's not one perfect golf swing, but there's multiple ways to complete a golf swing based on what you can and can't do. Right. And I think if you watch the tour every weekend, you see folks um, you know, who have just a little bit different swing um, uh, and how they get the club to the ball and how they f- follow through and finish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've ever been out on a golf course where recreational golfers are there, there's all kinds of different swings. And, and the, end, the end result is getting the ball down the, down the fairway, for instance. So what we can do with that is, is as you said, um, assess somebody's mobility, somebody's flexibility, their strength, their, their balance issues that they have, um, and be able to apply uh, these exercise, corrective exercise program um, to allow them to be more efficient in whatever their golf swing um, looks like um, uh, and, and where the limitations are. Um, I think one thing that you hit on that is really important is um, these golf-related um, testing things that we do aren't a significant, um, significantly different than what I do in the clinic on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. as a physical therapist. We look at these tests. Um, it's measuring range of motion, function, strength, flexibility, joint mobility, um, and, and then being able to correlate that to what's the best exercise um, to follow through with. Um, Jared helps with this. Um, he's a golf guy from way back, um, enjoys the sport, uh, has passion for it, um, works in our clinic and, and helps us uh, uh, with uh, day-to-day um, occurrences within the clinic. And what we've done is um, been able to put our two heads together um, along with what TPI uh, provides for us um, and to get uh, appropriate exercises out to folks to allow them to swing better and to enjoy the game more. Jared, you've started to do some of the exercises yourself, which will help uh, the people that come to see you. And have you seen a a little difference already? I have, yep. I've I've played about five times this year so far. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I started midwinter um with the exercises because i i feel like it's important to practice what you preach so um started doing it midwinter and and yeah within the first few rounds i've really noticed a a big change and um uh, same goes with a couple people that we've had through the program already too including my my dad rick um played with him monday night in the um, Ernie's League at the, the Legacy, and, and I've never seen him hit the ball better in my life. So that was really fun for me, for sure. Well, that's a cool testimony yeah, right there. Yeah, it was really, yeah. really, really yeah. fun. So t- tell us, t- take us through, uh, somebody wants to get evaluated. Um, you take them through the, a screen. What happens next after, after they go through a screen? Um, so, so first we'll go to the screen. Um, we have about there's there's 16 um, different um, segments to the screen. So we're going to look at uh, foot and ankle, calf uh, flexibility, mobility, knee mobility, hip mobility, st- uh, strength at those joints, low back, pelvis. Um, can they move well through the pelvis, both in rotation and, and a, a tilting motion, um, to uh, be able to have the correct posture position? Um, we'll look at their shoulder stability, shoulder mobility, um, hand, wrist, elbow mobility, and cervical mobility. Once we have all of that, um, we can identify um, uh, uh, where where their deficits might be. In front of me, I have a screen from um, when Mac went through his, and on it, 
we have, for instance, the pelvic tilt test and the rota- pelvic rotation test. You know, there was a little bit of deficits there. So from that, we're able to plug those into our system, be able to pull up the exercise program, um, starting with the most basic of the exercises. Once he masters those, then we progress that exercise on to um, more control. Like if he's working on a pelvic tilt um, or pelvic rotation um, activity, we may start with him laying on his back, um, which obviously probably not going to land your back much to golf, um, hopefully. Depending on how it's going. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, very yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but, it, but we start with him in a, in a very safe uh, position, one that he can have success in, learn how to um, tilt, rotate pelvis. Then we would go to maybe hands and knees position. Then we'd go to standing position. Then we'd go to golf posture position. And then we'd go to maybe single leg stand in a golf posture position where he has to incorporate balance, core, strength to work on rotation and pelvic mobility kind of that dissociation um, movement pattern of how do you control your pelvis, which is really a key component of the golf swing is being able to control that. I think one thing, and Chris, you'll know from giving me a few lessons, uh, some of the things that come to light, the hip rotation is uh, less flexible than it should be. A lot of calf tightness and kind of uh, uh, tight knees as far as the rotation goes. And then uh, my left side in particular, David, we did uh, quite a few exercises where the left shoulder uh, didn't quite get the turn it needs to. uh, Going back, coming through, it was okay. Going back, Mm -hmm. didn't get the reach that that maybe I needed to get that full range of motion. So probably pretty similar to what you see uh, when you film the golf swing. So you you put it – basically after you you do the testing you put an exercise program together for somebody is that yep yeah exactly okay. yeah and in our the way that we want to run our program and we feel like it's the best is that um Jared and I can work together to um disseminate the exercise program follow through with them um right now how we have it set up is we would evaluate folks and one of the one of the packages that we offer would be a, a four week follow up with with Jared or myself um, to make sure that the exercises that we've given them are appropriate and that they understand them and that they're able to do them. Um, if they're not challenging enough, we've got to get rid of them and get them something that's harder um, and move them forward. So, I'm sure you guys find, Jared, uh, everybody's going to be a little different. Jeff Hilborn and myself, we went in together, and our uh, strengths were kind of different and our weaknesses were kind of different. Mm-hmm. And, you uh, you know, you look back at them, like I can say, Wrist extension, good on Mac. You know, wrist hinge, good. <laughs> Forearm, good. So you you come out with some positives, and then you yeah. come out with some things that you feel like you need to work on. And guys who are serious about their golf game and their and their physical fitness basically can really benefit from the program. Absolutely. Yep. And so then I go in and analyze like I did with you and Jeff, and and just pick out um, exercises with David and and um, get you started on that to to help strengthening. The areas that you need improvement on. So, do you want to expand a little bit on that exercise program and the yeah. online component of it, and how yep. how um, you know a, a, some, a client so can get on and do that? Absolutely. So, TPI is Titleist Performance Institute. If we haven't mentioned that already, and um, there's a website associated with this, um, mytpi.com, and anybody can go check it out. Um, but what uh, what we do after our uh, screen and and um, figure out. What, what they need to work on is, is set up a profile on that website. And on there, they have videos uh, correlating with everything, with the things that we need them to work on so they can get a visual and go back to that whenever, whenever they want and, and um, work on it that way. So, Yeah, and it looks like, I mean, my screen is here in front of me, and it, you know, it looks like 
maybe it's a screen for everybody, but this is specifically for me, and then the exercises would right. be the same thing. Yep. Yep. Yep, and for someone like myself that loves the game of golf and, and you know, I like to stay in shape and be healthy, um, I think, you know, while I'm working out, I might as well be doing golf-specific exercises. I mean, right. it makes sense to me yeah, as a golfer. if you're going to work out anyway, you might as well be doing right. something that's beneficial Why in your not? game. And I, I, you know, I think there's a, there are a lot of correlations between exercise and, and practicing for golf. Exactly. And so many people go to the gym or go to the range without a plan. Mm-hmm. And if you know, if you just walk into the gym and you don't really have a plan and you're just going around the circuits, it, it's really not. It's exercise, but it's really not. There's not a lot of benefit mm-hmm. in it. So you, I think you really have to, uh, if you you know whether you're going to the range to practice golf or you're going to the gym to work out you need to have a plan so you get the maximum benefit out of the time you invest right. kind of along that lines you know like for myself i, I have a hard time getting in the gym because i'm so busy and um how much time does a person need to if they go through a screen they get they get the results back you put a pr- uh, exercise program together for them. How much time do they need to complete a typical workout? Well, that's a good question, and I so I do it every morning. Um, speaking of time, you know, it's the only time that I really have. So I get up really early before work and do it, and I can do it in a half an hour. I mean, yeah. you can you can do it in less time if you'd like to. But yeah, I like to take my time and make sure I'm doing everything right and follow the videos online. And yeah, I'd say half an hour is a, a Good it, number for that. Is it something that somebody needs to go to the gym to do, or can they do it in the, at their home? At do home. they have to? Yep, at home. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think so. So I've given people exercises for um, 25 years doing this, and and I think that uh, a home exercise program, however it's designed, whoever it's designed for, can't can't be time consuming. If it's more than that 20 minutes to 30 minutes or 40 minutes, it, we're right. not going to have good success. Yeah. Um, it has to be simple. Um, my dad always said, we're working on the KISS principle here. Keep it simple, mm-hmm. stupid. If we if we <laughs> give people too much stuff, they aren't going to do it. So I think when we talk about exercise things, we say, let's give them six, maybe six things to be working on. And, and then at the second visit, we can say, okay, these are the six you worked on. Uh, check that one off. Check that one off. Check that one off. Because you can do your 30 or 40 reps or whatever reps number we want to get to them. Um, I think the other important piece of that is that it doesn't have to be a gym. Um, you know, a lot of weight-bearing balance activities um, in in my industry, our industry, what it's called is, you know, closed-chain kinetic activities. So your feet are on the ground or, or you're standing, kneeling, squatting. Um, you don't need machines for it a lot. We do use some resistance tubing, um, uh, you know, boxes to step up and down on, handheld weights. Um, all of that stuff can can give people enough things to do at home. Mm-hmm. Um, yoga balls. Um, yoga balls, yep. Yeah. Um, weighted ball things. Um, uh, uh, some form of a surface that can can provide some instability, but it's pretty easy at home. You throw a couch cushion down on the floor and stand on it. We have, you know, specially designed foam pads and air air disc pads and different things like that in the clinic. But they don't need that at home. You can do it standing on a, a pillow or a kneeling pads, like for out in the garden or ice fishing. Those uh, dense foam pads work really good. So it, it doesn't have to be a, a gym gym related thing. And to come in as a, you could come in as a group, say, I don't know, maybe four guys from a golf team might want to come in, or like we were talking just before, David, uh, some people, uh, they want to exercise in private with just just one of you, 
and uh, not be embarrassed maybe by – I mean, it, it wasn't embarrassing for me, and, and I have plenty of things wrong. But, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's just every different personality types, but you're willing to take in a, a single uh, student, uh, for lack of a better word, and or maybe a team of uh, golfers or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think one of the things that we've talked about is that, you know, you can support each other, right? You come in and it's like, hey, you know, here's my accountability piece. Yeah, You know, my buddy is doing all his exercises and now he's shaved a couple strokes off his game and, and I'm sitting here going, well, what am I waiting for? So if you're if you're in a group, you know, maybe a little bit better accountability, a little bit more fun maybe, you know, to say, yeah, you sucked on that one and I was really good. <laughs> right. You know, right. There's a lot yeah. of that on our team. How yes, about you, Jerry? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of back. <laughs> And forth maybe too much yeah yeah and and that's something that we can do we have a couple different um kind of programs that we have set up we can you know, we can talk about that um our basic package is a, a, a one-time screen with a one-time given out of exercises some people might just want to see what it is and and that's our kind of our basic model um, package um, beyond that it would be a package where um, i would evaluate them jared and i would work together and get an exercise program jared would follow up on the exercises on a on a weekly basis um, for four additional visits um, so it'd be five five times they would get to have exposure with us um, that would be the uh, progression of the exercises and doing the things that uh, we need to there and then uh, the package beyond that is um, if they want a little bit more um, uh, from me uh, as a therapist um, then I can provide that follow-up uh, exercise program um, with them and then we have the we've just started to talk about doing a, a group which we would do a um, group of up to four and that would be a discounted price um, for each person uh, to come in and have the evaluation the screening done and then the follow-up uh, exercise program stuff one thing i noticed chris is you've you've had uh, my swing uh on video and, and coached me a bit and uh, uh david going through the exercises and jared would say uh sometimes you miss it left you know based on what they're looking at just physically not a golf swing just you know, sometimes you miss it here, don't you? Or, or do you? I, and, it, and it was amazing how similar what you would say to me after seeing the swing versus what they would say after knowing the flexibility and the range of motion and that kind of thing. And they're both pretty accurate, obviously. Yeah, it's pretty so, fascinating yeah. once, you, uh, once you do enough of them and see the correlations between the two. It's uh, uh, pretty interesting in how... You know, really, you're not you're not making any swing changes, but you're making body changes, and that allows your your swing to change. So, mm-hmm. and Chris and I talked this morning a little bit about um, what kind of drove me, or I brought it up. What drove me to kind of TPI is I really like golf. I'm, I'm not a great golfer. Um, I enjoy it, um, but I enjoy helping people understand how to better um, accomplish their goals. Um, and one of the first things in the class that we took i was telling chris this morning was um we showed up at this this big class there's probably a hundred people in there and they said anybody that wants to step up and take some swings they had an area um, set up to hit hit a golf club or hit a golf ball and swing and they videotaped it didn't do anything with it and then at the end of the um end of the second day i believe was where we had gone all through all the screening we understood all the screening we screened each other and they said okay who's you know i need jim smith up here tell me what what did your screen show oh i did good on toe touch 90 90 test but i single leg balance was bad last 
lat length was bad, blah, blah, blah. And they said, okay, so based on that, you probably hit the ball like this. This is the shape that you hit. You miss hit sometimes. This goes, that goes. And he's like, yep, yep, yep. And then they show his swing, and it's exactly what they said, exactly what the screen showed was what his swing faults were when they showed his video. So it's like I said, well, how do that, that is crazy. And that's what you said, Chris, is it's pretty fascinating, pretty amazing that, that we could tell you that this is maybe what your golf flight, ball flight looks like sometimes, right? Right. Because of that limitation yeah, in the body. Mm-hmm, so. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, guys, we sure appreciate you coming in. And uh, Chris, I guess the takeaway would be you want to get better, get a lesson uh, from somebody like yourself. And uh, go see Jared and David uh, and get some uh, flexibility exercises. MyTPI.com is where you can find out initially. But once you go there, then maybe go get the screening at uh, Big Stone Therapies and uh, talk to David. And, uh, Jared, how do folks get a hold of you guys? Uh, We are located in the Baxter Village um, in Baxter. Our phone number is 218-454-7012. Um, and they can call there, uh, talk to our uh, gals up front who will get uh, get them in touch with Jared and I, and we will set up a time to, to do the screening. Um, or if they just want to talk more about what it is, what the package um, prices are, um, those kinds of things. So 454-7012, Big Stone Therapies. Perfect. Thanks for coming in, guys. We yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. guys. Thanks a lot, guys. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons, 1380 KLIZ, the fan, and streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. That thanks to our sponsor, Mills GM, uh, the home of affordable luxury, the 2018 Buick. Special guest with us. We've had him before, and uh, proprietor of a great golf course, Crosswoods. Mike Stone is with us, Chris, so you guys have some things going on. But, Mike, we want to talk about Crosswoods. People were hungry to get out there, and we finally got them on the course. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty uh pretty unusual year. I mean, 2013 was kind of like this year too but uh um you know usually we're open uh last week of march or even earlier some years and this year uh we were able to get open but i kind of had to take a few unusual steps we ended up uh pretty much plowing off an entire uh nine holes here and ended up we were the first course open in the five state area for a few days which uh which was kind of fun. Uh, we had we got people in the Twin Cities driving north for a change to get their first rounds of the season in. How about that? I was I was going to ask you if you, I thought you might be the first course open in Minnesota, but uh, I didn't know for sure. So that's uh, yeah. So we had uh, we had golf because that was the same time period when that huge storm went through, like Sioux Falls. So we had golfers that came up from Sioux Falls. We had golfers from Fargo. Uh, you know, obviously up north, Hibbing and, and that area, and then quite a few from the Twin Cities. I'd say probably. Seventy-five percent of the golfers that golfed here that first weekend had never golfed our course, and a lot of them were kind of new to the lakes area. So, uh, so that was kind of fun. Well, that's fantastic. Paint, dr- uh, plowing out those fairways paid off. <laughs> that's rare. Yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't plan on, I didn't wake up one day and say, oh, I think I'm going to plow the course off. But it just started off by I wanted to open up a few holes because um, my oldest daughter Savannah, she's coaching the Pequot girls team, and I wanted to give them you know, a place to practice early and the weather never broke. So I just kept on going. <laughs> Ground will still hard enough to plow. That's, that's probably the key. You can't wait till it softens up. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. We had about an inch and a half of ice on the, on the ground. So it was kind of like following a parking lot. So that, that's the only way I could have done it. So. Mike, relatively new with the 27 holes at Crosswoods. Uh, talk about how that's working out for you. So we're actually in our third season yeah. uh, for the 27. Uh, I think it's really matured in nicely. Kind of, you know, when you come out to Crosswoods, one of the first things you're going to notice is that 
it's very secluded. We're actually, most of the course is in a wildlife refuge, and there's most of the property surrounding the course, state forest. So there's just a handful of homes that, that you'll see on the property. So, you know, there's a lot of wildlife, and it's just uh, it's very picturesque out there. Uh, we have a couple holes that go down to a 100-acre lake. And, uh, you know, if people haven't ventured here before or, or if it's been a few years, I think they won't even recognize the course from what it was 15, 20 years ago. So, yeah, and I, you know, it's a, I'm like a kid in a, in a sandbox, and, you know, I like to do a lot of the work myself, and I'm not afraid to jump in a piece of heavy equipment and change a tee here or there or add a bunker. So, so it's a lot of fun. Mike, with the, with 27 holes, does it, uh, do the, if you play 18 holes, does it change from day to day with the two nines that you play, or do you kind of have... Yeah, so, so most, you know, usually the weekends we'll have it set up a set way where we'll have 18 um, kind of dedicated to the golfers that want to play 18 and then uh, nine holes for people that are playing nine or, or if they, you know, just if they have a specific nine they want to play, we try to accommodate the best we can. But then during the week when we have our leagues, our leagues rotate through so they play a different set. Of, so we basically have three sets of 18 that we can play. So they rotate through and then we kind of, for the public, we also rotate through during the week. So, and we have our, our nines are named Sunrise, Sunset, and High Noon. So, um, let's say the league's playing sunrise to sunset. We might have the public play high noon to sunrise that day. So, yeah, so you, there's a lot of opportunities. And if we're not busy, you can name what nine you play. And then when we're doing maintenance on the course, let's say we're aerating greens, we'll just shut that shut nine down, do that maintenance, let it heal up, and uh, reopen it when it's ready for play. So that's that's a real bonus that, uh, that we found here. Sure. You mentioned leagues. Tell tell us about the leagues that you offer. So yeah, we've got uh, uh, men's and ladies leagues. So uh, we have uh, ladies leagues. We have a nine hole and an eighteen hole league. They go out in the mornings on Monday and Wednesday. And then our men's league is uh, eighteen hole league, and they go out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then uh, every Wednesday afternoon, or actually every Tuesday afternoon, we have a uh, a Moonlight Bay. Uh, re- uh, restaurant league that it's a two-person scramble most of the time and then on wednesday we have a uh, mixed scramble uh, and that's either threesomes or foursomes and uh, those go both those leagues go out about five o'clock very good and how, how do people get involved in those mike you know they can just uh they just call me up and uh, or just show up it's not nothing that you have to be signed up for in advance and there's no handicaps uh required for for that for those evening leagues for the morning leagues uh they just show up and we get them uh, set up with a handicap with uh, MGA and uh, away they go. So a lot of um, it's a lot of fun. Great, Mike. We talked a little off mic about you and Chris. Uh, your kids are roughly the same age, and uh, we were talking about golf stats. And you guys have been uh, watching kids go different directions for a number of years here, and are, are both both still in that business of uh, teaching the game and building the game, and also uh, watching your own kids play. That's a pretty special deal. So yeah, absolutely, uh, and. Chris, is, is Michael, is he about 23 years old, too? He is, he, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Michael and Savannah, uh, they're both fortunate enough to get uh, positions at, at Hazeltine. Uh, uh, Savannah, was she just graduated from uh, Concordia, so she just got done with her college golfing career, and um, she's kind of hemming and hawing. She was either going to pursue a, you know, get a doctorate in psychology or maybe golf, so she decided to kind of follow her passion and went the route of golf, and uh worked on getting her PGA and she's still working on it. It's a probably a two year process for her to get her PGA certification. And, uh, 
she's going down that path. So we're really excited for her, really excited for that job opportunity. And, and uh, it's kind of cool how she's working with Michael down at Hazeltine, probably one of the most prestigious courses in the country. Just got named for getting a first ever uh, Ryder Cup uh, twice. So. With that in mind and the kids, the Golf of Palooza that you and Chris are working on is a kind of a neat deal. Let's talk about that and how folks can help out with that with that cause. Yeah, so this is uh, kind of a neat deal. It was kind of brought to my attention uh, last fall that the uh, head pro manager down at Mankato Country Club came up with this concept for Golf of Palooza, basically a way to get kids into the game of golf and uh, just a real fun, fun experience get them set up with some equipment and free instruction and just to kind of show, show them what, what golf's all about. And uh, thought it was, uh, he wanted to provide his uh, experience to anybody else that wanted to. And I sent an email out to all the pros in the area and said, Hey, what do you guys think? You think this is something worth pursuing? Everybody says, Hey, this sounds like a great thing for the Brainerd Lakes area. Long and short of it is on uh, May 19th. It's a Saturday from two to five. We're going to be having a golf of Palooza for the Brainerd Lakes area. Uh, we're putting the information out in the schools all the way from uh, Aiken to Pine River to you know Brainerd, Pequot, everything in between. So pre-instruction, there's going to be a club swap. We're looking for good quality junior sets that uh, newer use that can be uh, um, sold at this and get, get new kids into the game. Yeah, so it's, uh, like you said, at Craig. Let's talk a little bit about that club swap because I think that's one of the neat things about it. It kind of new really to the golf industry, but like in the ski industry, they've been doing that for years where people bring in, you know, old old skis and uh, kind of a flea market style deal and and, uh, exchange or sell what they have and and maybe pick up some new stuff. And that's what we're doing in golf, correct? Yeah. And, you know, I've got a, uh, a gentleman here representing out of our club he's uh representing one of the lions clubs and they want to do something so he's going to probably go to this club swap and he's looking to pick up you know six sets of clubs for kids to use in the area here and they'll be able to keep them at at uh one of the local uh, golf courses and uh you know so we're really excited to get more kids in the game and and what a you know the Brainerd lakes area you know we just have so many opportunities and the golf courses are so supportive of junior golf that so that's two until five guys at uh, and it's at uh, Craigens on May the nineteenth. Correct. Yeah, on our okay. par three yeah, golf it's, course. It's kind of it's it's such a fun atmosphere. It's I, I almost I, when I tell people it's like a rock concert for golf. So we're gonna have a live DJ there playing music. Uh, there's gonna be these huge blow up target animals and uh, things that the kids can hit at. They're gonna get some great quality instruction from some of the best pros in the area, including Chris and uh, you know and. A lot of the other golf courses are uh, are going to be out there. I know my uh, my daughter Savannah; she's going to be up for the weekend and going to be in there helping out too. And uh, really excited to to see uh, see all the kids and new faces and introduce them to golf. Yeah, we'll have free golf on the par three. They can play foot golf if they like. The clinics, the uh, all the games, and uh, it should be a great uh, great afternoon. Go ahead. It's like the weather's shaping up for the next ten days, so I think we'll be okay there and. Yeah, that's something we haven't been able to say all spring. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the entire spring. Mike, if people want to play and uh, give us a phone number, website, whatever you like out at uh, Crosswoods, terrific golf course. Yeah, so, well, for one thing, if, if you want more information about the Golf of Palooza, yeah. you can go to MN Kids 
golfapalooza.org. You know, if nothing else, if you want to just call us here at, at Crosswoods or, or talk to Chris Foley at, you know, at Cragen's, uh, I'm sure we'd be able to hand, answer any questions that people might have about the event. And then uh, just in general for, for Crosswoods, it's crosslakegolf.net for our email site. And yep. we've got all our events in there. And I've got a couple of fun junior programs that we're doing this year. Uh, we've got one that's called BFFs, and it's Birdie, Friends, and Fairways. And it's a kind of a girls' program for ages 6 to 14. And uh, it's a five-session program. And every time they, they come out and play, they get a uh, they get a charm bracelet, and they get a new charm for their bracelet that's golf-related. And then uh, for the boys of that same age, the 6 to the 14, we've got a program that's Grip It and Rip It. And, you know, anybody that's in the Cross Lake greater area is welcome to participate in these and they're very affordably priced and that's a, a great way to you know follow up to this golf of palooza and we're also uh, i know a number of the courses also are in this youth on course in the area and it's basically five bucks to play golf um and uh it's a that's a pretty good deal so if you have questions about that uh i can answer that at golf of palooza or just give us a call here too phone number mike oh so crosswoods it's uh Two one eight six nine two golf. Yeah, that's the easiest way to remember it. Otherwise, six nine two four six five three. If you're a numbers person, that's great. I love it that you guys are so involved with getting kids in the game. It's a lot of fun to be had on the golf course, and we need youngsters out there to uh, uh, keep the golf tradition going. So, thanks a million for that. Yeah, and so, and, and just one other thing, I'd be remiss if I all afternoon I've been like looking on the on the computer and. My wife is in Missouri watching our youngest daughter, Alex, play golf, and she's uh, she plays for Augustana University in Sioux Falls, and they're in their Super Regionals for the NCAA Division II, and their team just won the Super Regions, and they're going to go on to Nationals. So we're so excited for, for them, and she had a great uh, first-year college experience. So uh, shout-out to the Augies. Fantastic. One, one other local girl that plays on that team is uh, Emily Anderson, correct? Yes, yeah, and uh, Alex and Emily are – there's three seniors on the team and Alex is the only freshman and, uh, uh, Sierra Langley and, uh, Callie Troutman, Callie's out, Sierra's out of Andover, Callie's out of South Dakota and Emily's out of Staples. Uh, you know, they kind of adopted, uh, Alex and they're kind of all buds. And, uh, so it's, uh, super fun. So. Fantastic. Oh, great. Good luck at nationals for the Augies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's down in Houston. So I got my plane ticket. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Mike, thanks for taking the time. I know it's a busy time of year for you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks Mike. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ. We're streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. You can also find us at podcast one. And want to thank our uh, sponsor for streaming, Mills GM, the home of Affordable Luxury, the 2018 Buicks. We'll talk about the Players' Championship. Also, the 19th hole is uh, is uh, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. One of the places you can find Tito's is uh, Zorba's on Gull. Deb and I stopped by there the other night. And one thing about Zorba's, it's got a nice, uh, a nice uh, uh, location for golf courses. You can play golf and then zip down to Zorba's and sit by the lake and uh, uh, that's one of your options for the 19th hole, among many around the lake. A lot of great uh, 19th hole options, and uh, uh, be sure to ask for a Tito's Handmade Vodka if you're in the mood. Absolutely. There aren't too many better spots uh, on a nice summer evening than that Zorba's patio. Yeah, the gazebo was open on Sunday for the first time, so that was fun. 
TPC uh, players coming up, Chris. It's kind of the fifth major. It's uh, a lot of money involved, and a lot of people call it, and I think every year call it the best field in golf because because of the money and because uh, so many guys uh, know how important it is. Yeah, it's the biggest purse in golf, and it's also you know one of the top three fields in, in golf every year. So a uh, great venue, great field, and uh, always a lot of drama in the event. So. So really starting to line it up, and the way we talked about the PGA moving eventually too, with the with the play, the uh, Masters and the players and the U.S. Open and the British Open and the PGA are going to come kind of be in short order before too long. They're going to get those basically five majors in. Yeah. So this this is the last year for the TP or the uh, Players Championship to be in May, moving to March next year. Uh, and actually, the golf course will be a lot better in March because of the the type of grass they have there. Um, you know, it's it's Bermuda this time of year. It's more ryegrass at that time of year, and it it it's greener. It uh, the the surface is is a little better by tour standards. So I, I think it's going to be a great move. And, the, and then you know you've got you'll you'll have the Players Championship, which used to be the at that time. You have the Masters. Um, then you'll have uh, so you have event uh, March, April, May, June, and July. Right, and uh, should, should it, it, it'll be a great uh, great way to have the tour schedule. I think then really set up for the uh, FedEx playoffs. Yeah, as well. exactly. Yeah. yeah, pretty nice deal. I did hear the a lot of golf channel this week. It's fun to watch it when there's uh, fields like this and the guys get debating. They were talking about the long ball hitters and how it's too long. Uh, Chambly was uh, especially uh, boisterous about that. And and Duval as well, but mostly they said if we're going to have the game so long, then we need to grow the grass longer in right. the rough. Let's put some water on the rough and grow it up and penalize the guys who don't hit it in the fairway, which is the way golf was for uh, eons. And uh, now they, it's not. And I get the promotion of the game because yeah. you and I think oh, let's go watch Dustin Johnson hit it three hundred and forty yards. I mean that's fun. Oh, it is fun, and that, that's <laughs> that's what I want to see. And I, you know, Brandel brings some good good points up. Um, he, he's kind of on this. He had he had a great article on uh, on the golf uh, channel site last week about uh, about you know the U.S. Open used to be the toughest test in golf, had the the narrowest fairways, the highest rough, and it, it really tested the players off the tee and. Um, that's what TPC Sawgrass originally was that way, and now it doesn't have a lot of rough. It's a little wider. Uh, doesn't uh, doesn't put as much a premium on driving. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see the, see this week what uh, who the how the bombers do. The bombers typically, yeah, they struggle a lot at the TPC or yeah. at the players, and yeah. just uh, based on layout. Golf junkies out there, Chris, like yourself, uh, we're talking off mic and want to bring it up here. Ricky Fowler's put together a little. Uh, a TV series on the college game, which uh, you think is going to be very interesting. Yeah, they they had the first segment this week. They're following uh, the Ho- Oklahoma State golf team, which is the number one ranked team in the country and, and maybe one of the best teams uh, in the history of college golf. And it kind of chronicles their season. So they had the first segment on this week. Uh, they're going to have it on four weeks in a row, and then they'll have a, a, the final segment after the uh, NCAA championships. But uh, I'll tell you what, it, uh, um, for a kid who's a good player to play golf at Oklahoma State is a pretty cool deal. I mean, to see their facilities and 
they fly private everywhere and and the, the places they get to go and the places they get to play it's uh uh, it's pretty cool watching that. Yeah, it's a little bit like Duke, or uh, you know, it's the ki- the kids basically say we're coming here to win a national championship. Yeah, exactly. They they have a great tradition of golf there, and uh, it, it's fun for me to listen to their coach and just the message that he uh, he preaches to these guys. And they they are they really have a winning attitude, and uh, just the way they think is is pretty cool. Good lesson for any of us. Yeah, and quickly back to the players for just a minute. The seventeenth hole is the Island Green that is famous uh, for for less uh, golf aficionados that you know. Oh, that's the tournament with the Island Green, but also that's the tournament with marquee uh, marquee groupings. Chris, they've really gone to this more and more. And just a couple of the threesomes that are going to be teeing it up and playing for two full days together. Yeah, these are some great pairings. So they've got Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and Ricky Fowler. Um, I love that Mickelson Woods pairing. I mean, there the, there might be two thirds of the golf the people on the golf course following that group. Uh, then they've got uh, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, uh, Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson, Brooks Kepka. How about that group? Um, you know the combined yardage of those drives. I'll, I'll be anxious to see that. Uh, after Thursday's round. Uh, Jason Duffner, Hudson Swafford, Steve Stricker, uh, Patrick Reed, John Rahm, Hideki Matsuyama. That's a great one. Uh, Jason Day, Henrik Stenson, Sergio Garcia. So some some great groups and uh, should be a great event. Uh, I know I'll have the uh, my iPad tuned to uh, <laughs> PGA Tour Live yeah. all day Thursday and Friday. Mr. Foley, Mr. Foley. Hey, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. You bet, Mac. It's been Thank another you. good week. You've been listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ and streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. Thanks for listening to today's edition of Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Breezy Point Resort, your holiday station store on Mill Avenue and Cross Lake, Maury's Market, Ernie's on Gull, The Tea Hive, Halverson Law Office, and the Legacy Courses at Craigens. Streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com, sponsored by Mills GM. We now return to our regularly scheduled program at 1380 KLIZ, The Fan.